in Psalm chapter 29 that will begin what I want to talk about today. If peace had a face. Everybody say that with me. Say, if peace peace had a face. face. I'm going to pick out five people this morning. AJ, Sam, let's see, Tim Darnell, Ivy, you come and join me at the front when I pick you out, and Vanessa. Come and join me. No, you can face the people. Turn and face the people. I'm putting you on the spot. You had no idea what I was about to do. Is that five? That is five. We're going to do something. So this is what I'm going to ask you to do this morning. I want you to look out at the people, and I'm going to give each of you an expression that I want you to make this morning. And when you make that expression, I want you to hold it. Turn the lights up, please. I want you to hold that expression. So choose one that will not get, make you get stuck that way. You know, it's like the kids just do their eye thing, whatever that was. AJ, you're happy. <laughs> Sam, you're sad. <laughs> Ivy, you're confused. Tim, I'm not prophesying, by the way, okay? Tim, you're disappointed. And you're excited. (laughs) So look at these faces for a second. Y'all have to, okay, you you see the faces. I don't remember who I gave what to because I'm behind you. (laughs) But you can kind of see what's going on here, right? You kind of get the, you get the idea. You get the, get the moment. Okay, now I want all of y'all to do this. I want to see peace on every face. Hold on, hold that pose. I got to come down here. I got to see what peace looks like. Peace. That's, 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 that's humor. That's peace. Very good. Well done. Thank you. Give my hand. Give my hand. So let me ask a question. Let me ask this question of the five that came up here. When I ask you to be, well, let me ask specifically, AJ, of you. So when I said, what did I give you, happy? So when I ask you to be happy, did you have to think it through or just it was easy? When I ask you to give me a face of peace. (laughs) Did you, was there any moment of consideration, what does peace look like? Sam, what was the other thing I gave you? Sad. Was there any consideration what sad looks like? It was easy. But peace we had to consider. Tim, did you have to consider peace? You do. But when you were making a face for it, what was the... Well, that's a good answer too. All right, we're done with you. So... Ivy, did you, did you have, what, what, what did you have, to, what was harder? What was easier? You just relaxed. It's good. Did you have to think about it at all, about how to make the face of peace? Or you just relaxed? No? It's good. 
Vanessa, what about you? <laughs> Vanessa, <laughs> Vanessa never got past laughing. <laughs> So if peace had a face, what would, what would that face look like? You know, when you think about the way that emotion is translated, when we consider all the ways that it's translated through whatever it is that we might do, emojis on a phone, whatever it might be. When we cons- and by the way, if you want to follow along in the notes this morning, if it's, you're on the app, just click on notes and you can follow along with what I'm talking about, scriptures and everything's there. But when you consider the different ways that emotion is translated to other people, it's amazing the impact it had. In fact, in fact, let me demonstrate that through when Vanessa, well, different ones. When I said, AJ, be happy, people laughed. When I said to Sam, be sad, was it sad? Everybody's like, oh. And when I said Tim was disappointed, oh. You know, and then Ivy was confused, and it, there's a sense of everybody's, oh, or if it's happy or it's excited, it's like, ah, you know, and then there's laughter that goes with that. Our face, our face causes a response. What you see when you look at someone outside of you, in fact, even if you are looking into a mirror and you see you, we respond to that. The very, our, the very nature in us, our, our, our emotion is tied and our facial expression is tied to what we are feeling. It's nearly impossible, uh, well, it's not impossible, it's nearly impossible for someone to have an emotion inside that is not expressed through the face. Even when you try the very best you can. There's still that expression. My wife and I, we watch Hallmark and we watch Great American Family Channel and because we like movies without cursing and nudity and all those things. We like to be able to watch a show. We don't have to guard. So we watch those channels that a six-year-old could watch. And when we watch and we are looking at this, inevitably, and it doesn't matter what show you're watching, When someone comes on screen, an actor begins to do whatever they're doing, you can immediately see beyond their acting, what are they really like? What do they really feel? Try it. You're not judging, you're observing. So try it. My dad used to love to go to the mall and sit on a bench. And I would say to him, Dad, he would come here to visit us, and he and my wife would go to the mall and just sit on a bench. And I would say, Dad, why, are, why do you do that? He said, because I like to watch people. He was a people watcher. And my wife does the same thing, and she tells me all about all of you. All. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he would go in there, and he would say, I watch. I look. I look at their faces. I look at what they're doing. How do they feel? And, and he would pray for people he didn't even know. He would see somebody that looked like they were depressed, and he would have a little moment for them. And it was, it's powerful. But there's something to be said about a sense, a principle. I'm not going to call it an emotion because it isn't. It's bigger than that. It's deeper than that. But there's something to be said about peace. What does peace look like? Psalm 29 verse 11 says this. May the Lord give strength to his people. 
And may the Lord bless His people with peace. Now, I don't want you to raise your hands. I don't want you to in any way let me know that it might be you uh, or might not be you. But how many love peace? You love peace. Just rhetorical question. You love peace. We all do. I want to be in peace every minute of the day when something gets me outside of my peace I'm not peaceful. <laughs> I don't like that. I want to find my place back into peace because outside of peace, there, there are a lot of things that happen, even naturally in the human body, that is contrary to good health. Peace is an oil God sends to bless His people with. Peace is the balm of Gilead. Peace is the oil flowing down the beard of Aaron. Peace is that place where we are not consumed with the challenges that are all around us because there will, everybody say, there will always be. be. Say it again, there will always be Challenges all around us. What we have to learn is that God did not design you or me to dwell within the challenge. He designed us, created us, saved us, and anointed us to live within peace and to bring peace into the challenge. Not to let the challenge live in us. So the goal is to live in peace. How many want to live in peace? Now you can show your hand. You want to be in peace. You, want, you just want to be there. Again, don't raise your hand. I wonder how many present here this morning just aren't there. Already, even this morning, on your way here, you had a little contention with whoever it is you were in the car with, maybe yourself. And I already see husbands and wives looking at one another. Please don't do that. Don't give it away. You're on your way here and it's this needs to happen and that needs to happen and all of a sudden the peace is gone the face goes from to I told you peace is gone but the goal is peace right may the Lord bless his people with peace and guess what he does everybody say I receive peace put your hands on yourself say it again say I receive peace So what would peace look like if it had a face? We discussed that already this morning. We kind of did a little demonstration. But your face always gives away what you are feeling, even if you try to cover it. Even if you try to hide it. You know, I realize I'm the minister here. I realize I'm the the leader here at this house. And I realize that when I stand up in front of this congregation every single Sunday or during the week or wherever it might be, I realize when I stand up here, there's a sense in some people that, you know, nothing's ever bad in his life. Nothing's ever a challenge. Nothing's ever hard. Nothing's ever difficult. I wish I had it as easy as he did. Or does. But I'm going to be honest with you. I've been, I'm, I am honest with you, and I've told you this before. I can't even tell you how many times I've stepped up to this pulpit and I've had to bury within me the things that I carried in here. Because the Word Holy Spirit gave me was more important than what I had to bury. 
So it's rare. Every now and then, maybe, over the last 24 years, perhaps, those of you that have been here long enough, you've seen a glimpse of a moment, maybe when I was preaching, that a little bit of that came up. It was like regurgitating ugly. I'm human, right? We're all human. I make no apologies for being human. That's the way he created me. I like it. I'm glad I'm not a dog. Especially my dogs because they shed a lot and I don't want to shed a lot. Although I am, it's shedding more and more and it's getting less and less. Problem is, their advantage is they grow it back. Mine goes away and never to return. I want my hair to be like the promises of God. It will return upon every wave. I'm waiting for that wave. But there are times over the years when, you know, no matter what I might be dealing with and I'm trying to bury it, I come out here and I'm going to be consistent. My heart and soul is to be consistent because it isn't for you to carry what I carry. Nor do I want to carry what you carry. I want us to learn to carry it to Christ. Say, deliver us. Amen? Amen. We are learning that. Amen? But there's times that you'll see a reflection of that. What I can tell you is this. It isn't the purpose of God for any of us to ever be outside of our peace. Let me tell you where this word came from this week. So we're moving into our home. We've been building it for two years. It's not because it takes two years to build it. It's because we chose a builder that takes two years to build something that should have been done in six months. Just want to throw that in there. Charlie Johnson Builder is not one I recommend. But it's taken two years. We finally got in, and it's still not finished. They still have to finish some things while we're in there. So I'm telling you all that to tell you this. Because of that, I found myself getting out of my peace this week. In fact, I got so, so far outside of my peace, I got into war. Can anybody relate to what I'm talking about? You ever been there? I know. The rest of you are so holy. I'm thankful. But I got outside of my peace, and I just wanted to, and I have to stop my, you know, I've learned over the years, when I was 25, 30, 35, 51, sometimes I didn't hold back, and I would get to a place where I just went over the edge, and I would make a phone call and just let them have it. I would just let them have it. What are you doing? What are you thinking? And then at 52, I learned to send an email that would do the same thing. And then at 55, I went back to the phone call. So this week, with everything that's going on and some things, you know, we we have hot water. It's supposed to be, and I'm just going to tell the story, we have hot water on demand, and it's supposed to be, it's a gas hot water heater. It's outside the house. It's not a big tank or anything. And everybody kept telling us, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this. So we did. We did this hot water heater that's outside the house. Well, we go turn on hot water. Well, there isn't any. We're in the house. We can't get hot water to flow. We finally, we leave the thing on and it takes like 10 minutes for hot water to finally get to the, get to the faucet. And, and when I call them and find out it's because they didn't run something the right size. And here's the problem. The pipes are buried in concrete. So I'm telling this story. I love my house though. (laughs) The piece is I love our house. So I called and I said, Hey, we have a problem, Houston. Anyway, I told them what was going on. Well, we'll take care of it. Well, I know what that means. We're going to forget about you and hope you go away. 
Because of the, by the way, we have hot water. It, we called somebody else and they got it working. But in the middle of all of that, with everything that we had dealt with with this particular builder, it boiled over in me. And I'm sitting at my new table in my new dining room in my new house on our new property with the same dogs. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, God, you really need to do a miracle here because I am really getting angry. And then he simply says this. He asked me a question. Does that look on your face look like peace? Does your face right now reflect my peace? And I thought, why today? <laughs> Couldn't you ask me a different day when the answer would have been yes? I said, no. He said, how would that impact people who are watching you? And out of that, Holy Spirit gave me this word because I began to think about people that I know. People even in this house, outside of this house. That every day we have to, we don't have to, we get to. We get to live a life that makes a difference in the life of others. What sets us apart from people who do not know God? When they don't have peace, they don't care that their face says so. But the people of God, our peace is a testimony. No, you hear me. Our peace is a witness. Our peace is the silent voice that says to those that are around us, in the middle of everything going on, there is peace. There is a place of peace. Peace is supernatural. Wouldn't you love every day for your face to reflect the peace that God blessed you with in Psalm? May the Lord bless you with His peace. Wouldn't you love it if getting up every day your face... Now, you might be saying, my face does reflect peace. It does reflect peace. And, and if I went around the room and I said, does yours, does yours do this? Does you, and, and everybody would say, yes, my face reflects peace. And then I would remind you, well, it didn't reflect it on Tuesday last week. No condemnation. What I'm trying to do is make us aware of something. No matter what we're feeling and what we're doing, I'm telling you what, He sent a very real Holy Spirit to do a very real work in all of us that would turn to Him so that our, not only our voices, not only our words, but everything about us, our demonstration, our expression reflects the peace of God. The face reflects what is going on in the mind and the soul and the spirit of a person. Always. Your face is a reflection of what is going on in here. So if my face is reflecting something that is going on in here and it isn't a pretty picture or it doesn't say to the people who are around me, man, they have the peace of God. If it isn't saying that, what can I do to shift that that's going on in here? I can tell you that the most common reason for a lack of peace 
is what I referenced a few moments ago, and that is what we need to let Holy Spirit get us through and over every time it arises. The most common reason for the face of peace to be replaced by something else is because of an internal war. It's a war that if we're not careful, just bear with me, if we're not careful that we continue to fight in the flesh when the Father said, I've given you another option. Okay, you need to hear me. There are people frustrated, confused, fearful, doubtful, have every emotion, every feeling except for peace, have every look outside of peace, and they have that because there's an internal war in the flesh of the man or the woman that is going on that is robbing us of our ability to say, to God be the glory. Romans chapter 8 verse 6 says this, For to set the mind on the flesh is death. But to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. I need to read it again. To set the mind on the flesh is death. But to set the mind on the Spirit, the Spirit of God, the presence of God, the purpose of God, the promises of God, is what? It is life and peace. So, I want you to consider something this morning. Historically, throughout history, pick one, no matter which one it is. In fact, I don't even know of an exception to what I'm about to tell you. In the natural, any time that there is a war, pick a war, World War I, World War II, it doesn't matter what it is, the Civil War, the Revolutionary War, whatever it is, you pick a war, any war, it doesn't matter. In the midst of the war... Obviously, there's no peace. In the absence of peace, there's war. In the absence of peace, there's war. And what happens in in times of war? It's consistent every single time. Poverty, loss, death, destruction, irreplaceable damage. I could go on. War always creates this place where everything that is promised gets sucked out like a vacuum. Hope. There's people in this room, you fought in wars. And you've experienced exactly what I'm talking about. In the middle of it, there's fear. There's anxiety. There's doubt. There's high blood pressure. The mind goes in 6,000 different directions. I don't want to pinpoint anything because you're healed today. But it's creating... It creates so many different feelings and emotions. War takes us outside of our peace. We're running from one foxhole to the next. We're trying to dodge this thing. We're trying to dodge that thing. We're fighting with this person. We're fighting. We lose sometimes sight of who the enemy is. This is what war does. War exhausts resources. It exhausts our ability to sleep. It exhausts our ability to prosper. It exhausts our ability to make a move. It exhausts our ability to marry. It exhausts our ability to even honor God. 
War exhausts our ability to focus on those things that are truly life and peace. But here's the interesting thing. At the conclusion of every war that I know of, if there's an exception, I don't know what it is. It might be there. I'm not saying it's not. But every war I know of that I've ever learned about, every single war, at the conclusion of every war, when peace is restored, everything that was lost during the war is restored. People are healed. Wellness comes. Prosperity comes. Now people might say, well, that's not always true because in the mind, people continue to live in that war. But I want to tell you, when we begin to get our mind and our hearts off of the war of the natural and we begin to focus on the possibilities of peace in the Spirit, it changes the way we think about things. Wars haunt us when it still has some authority over us. And I'm not talking about battles that go on with guns. I'm talking about battles that go on in the minds and the hearts of people, whether it's the job you're working and and you're having a hard time with your employer or it's an HOA that you're a part of and you can't even deal with the neighbors. I don't care what it is. Wherever there's a war, where there is war, when we come out of that war, there's a need for you and me to say, Father... While I've been in this thing, my face has reflected everything that is contrary to who you are. But you have now delivered me from this thing, whatever kind of war it is. And you have given me the strength I need. You have blessed me and promised me life and peace. So I look to the Spirit of God, not to the natural, but I look to the Spirit of God to be delivered from this thing that hinders me from reflecting your glory. In this face, let peace reign in this mortal body because the root of it is in the Spirit of God dwelling in me. During times of peace, there's building, there's growing, there's changing, there's freedom to be creative. If you're under the sound of my voice today, whether you're in this room or you're watching online today, and I can tell you if there's war going on in your innermost You have not found your peace. You feel like you've been out of peace for a while. There's a lot of challenges and changes that are going on in your life. I want to tell you today, God has an answer for you. He has an answer for you. Same answer he's always had. It worked then, it works now. But there's something that's going on. These things are going on in your life. What it does is it draws your attention to those things. It causes you to focus on those. You can't get past it. Those of you that know me know that I have a a twitch in my right arm. I've had that twitch since I was 19 years old. If I use this right arm, I swing a hammer, I pick up a log, I use a chainsaw. For the next couple days, I twitch. You've seen me sometimes. I'm up here preaching and my right arm will twitch. The right side of my face will twitch. You've seen me do it. It's painless. It doesn't hurt. It's not the Holy Ghost. It's just (laughs) Steve twitching. I've got a pinched nerve in my shoulder. It's been there for a long time. It's not worth fixing now. But you've seen me twitch. I can tell you when I get out of peace, you want to know if I'm out of peace? If I get out of peace, you'll see that twitch. If I'm in bed in the middle of the night and I get up for any reason, get a drink of water, use the restroom, and I come back to bed, I'm just, can I be real with you this morning? I'm being real with you because I need you to be real too. 
And know that what I'm teaching you today, Holy Spirit's teaching me. We walk this out together. This is what the kingdom is. This is what the kingdom looks like. If you ever sit in a congregation and the guy up there in the front or the woman up there in the front pretends to be perfect in every way and doesn't have any challenges, leave that place as fast as you can. But I get up in the middle of the night and I'm laying in that bed and then my mind goes into whatever it might be. Man, my hot water's not working. i got to get up in three hours and i got to take a shower. And my, th- This did not happen. This part did not happen. I'm just using this as a hypothetical. But if I get up and I think i got to take a shower in three hours, the hot water's not working, I'm going to take a cold shower, I'll start twitching. If I get outside of my peace, my arm will start twitching. My face will start doing its thing. You've seen it. Sometimes it's more violent than other times. Sometimes it'll jerk my whole body. You've seen me preach before where it'll catch me and make me do a weird thing. You've seen it. It doesn't hurt. Don't worry about it. When, don't go, ooh. Don't do any of that. It's all good. If I'm praying for you and I twitch, it's, it's just a twitch. It's not something supernatural. But if I get outside of my peace, there's a reaction in the body. Mine's visible. Mine, mine is affecting me on the outside. For some people, you get outside of your peace, you stay in that war zone in your, middle, in your inner, innermost man, it's tearing you apart from inside. It's tearing you apart. It's not God's intention. Everybody say this with me. It's not God's intention for me to be at war. It's God's intention for me to live and have peace. Okay, now listen to me. I don't know what you're dealing with, and I don't know who I'm talking to this morning but I'm talking to people. You might be sitting here this morning and you might be thinking, I'm fully at peace. That's a wonderful thing. Celebrate, rejoice that peace. Rejoice in that peace, the peace of God that is in your life. We all have a measure of peace, but sometimes we walk in it more deeply than we do in others. But if you're fully at peace today and there's no wars going on in or around you, your mind is free, I want to tell you today, you begin to intercede over those who aren't. Because there's people sitting around you right now in seats in front of you, behind you, beside you that are trying to work through that. I'm going to tell you, the, the, the Father, Yahweh, sent Holy Spirit to deliver to us that peace. And I want to tell you, as He's ministering that peace to those who need it today, you be an intercessor for that. Amen? For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. What do we do? I did this when I, and I still do this. There's, when, if I wake up in the night, I'm being very real this morning. This is very different, but I'm being not different, but I'm always real. But if I wake up in the middle of the night, and, I, and I'm using the twitch today because you're familiar with it, and, and so you can understand what I'm saying. I'm not twitching today. I'm at full peace today. Thank you, Yahweh. Most of the time, I'm at peace. But if I wake up and I'm twitching, I'll find myself doing this. I'll immediately begin to pray in the Spirit. Because I know it's keeping me awake. It's keeping my, I said to my wife, I just said to her the other day, I don't even know what it's like to sleep through an entire night since I was 19 years old. To go to sleep and to wake up uninterrupted the next morning. Because somehow it'll twitch because I use it or twitch because I let something get to me. But if it's twitching, and I'll begin to pray in, holy, pray in the Spirit until I fall back asleep. Because I don't want to keep me up and I don't want to keep her up. And I don't want to twitch. But there's a peace. When I'm at peace, everything about me is at peace. I'm trying to tell you something today. If you're not at peace today, you don't give up. Listen to me. 
If there's things that you're challenged with today, things that you're dealing with today, things that are going on in your family, in your job, in your house, I'm not trying to depress you or discourage you today. I'm trying to bring you to a place where you know where the answer is. The answer isn't grabbing a phone or getting on your email. The answer is looking to the Spirit of God. The answer is saying, Father, this is where I'm at. I want this face to reflect what's going on behind it today. And even though there's things that are going on around me today, I make a draw on the peace of God. Fill me today with that peace. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16 says this, Say, Now may the Lord of peace Himself give you peace at all times and in every way. May the Lord of peace Himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. It is God's plan for you to live in peace. And it is His plan for your face, for my face, for our face, to reflect that peace that is within us. Peace, as I said earlier, is a witness of our confidence in Christ's obedience. So when I'm saying these things, I hear the hush in the room. Because in the lives of people, whatever weight that may be there today, Holy Ghost, set free today. Deliver today. In the natural, we may be justified to be fussy about this or fussy about that or unhappy with this or unhappy about that. But in the Spirit, God sent His only begotten Son so that whoever believes in Him should not die but should live and have peace. So today, Father, I lift my voice. Stand with me, please. Over this people and over this house, let peace reign in every mind and in every soul. Let peace reign in every man and in every woman today. May the peace of God reign in the middle. Father, let every war find peace today. Let the battles that are going on in the minds and the spirits of men and women, old and young, intervene on behalf of those who have found the battle to be the place where they live. Let there be a vacating of the war zone and an entrance into the peace zone, Father, today. Those of you in this room, you're present. You're under the sound of my voice. And you know exactly what I'm talking about today. You feel like every day you're living. It's, it's, it's war, it's war, it's war, it's war, it's war in your members. It's war, it's war, it's war. You hunger for peace again. You want your mind to be at peace. You want your life to be at peace. You want to you know that, you know what, I get up in the morning and everything's at peace and, and you're not there yet. I want you to get out of your seat and I want you to join me in, this, in the front of this building. Don't wait on somebody else. Don't even wait on somebody. You wait on somebody, you'll talk yourself right out of it. 
Come and join me across the front of this room. Father, I need peace. I need peace. Man, I'm fighting this thing. My inner man is fighting with this one, fighting with that one, fighting with this thing, fighting with that thing. God wants peace for you. Peace for you. Peace. He designed you to live in peace. Peace. Come on. Hallelujah. Your peace, your peace reigns. Your peace reigns. Your peace reigns. Hallelujah. Today, Holy Ghost. Today, Holy Ghost, you designed us to be men and women, sons and daughters of peace. Every heart, every soul today, Yahweh, minister today, heal today, free today, free today. Free today, Holy Ghost. Is there anybody else? Come, I'm giving you time. Hallelujah. There is deliverance today, and there is healing today. I want you to look at me, if you would, please. And I want you to consider something. What you focus your attention on is what you're going to draw feeling from. If you focus on the challenges and you give it your undivided attention, it's going to give you its undivided attention. Struggle doesn't want to share its time with peace. Anger doesn't want to share its space with peace. Fear, loss doesn't want to share its space with peace. And peace doesn't want to share its space with any of those. Peace comes from one place, Stephanie. One place. The Spirit of God. Outside of Him, there is no peace. None, Daniel. Outside of Him, there is no peace. It's found in Him. It's found in Him. You believe that, Dakari? You believe that? You believe that? It's found in Him. Father, we worship You today. We worship You today. We worship You today. Hallelujah. Be glorified in this place today. Come on, lift your hands all over this place. Lift your hands. We glorify You in this place today, Father. We make a draw on You. We set our mind on You. Hallelujah. Faithful, faithful, faithful are you. Faithful, faithful, faithful are you, Father. Faithful are you, Father. Mm -mm. If you're watching online, you're not here, 
But you know you need the peace of God in your life. I want you to lift your hands wherever you are. If you're in your living room, wherever you are, I want you to lift your hands and join with us today because I'm standing with this people. I'm standing with this house. We are joining our faith together that the peace of God reigns. Hallelujah. Point your hands towards these at the front if you would, please. In fact, I want you to do two things. I want you to do something a little bit different. I want this side to point your hands towards these folks. I want that side to turn and point your hands towards the camera for those who are online. Now let's pray. Father, I lift my voice over the people that are standing today in front of this house. I lift my voice over the people that are watching online with their hands lifted up today. And I join with the people of this house and we join our faith together. Our hope, our healing, our deliverance. It isn't found in another medicine and it isn't found in another book and it isn't found in another council session. Our healing and our hope, our victory, our overcoming. Father, it is found in the Spirit of God. I pray that the war that occurs within the members of our bodies today Father, has put at rest today by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Put at rest the war within each one today. Put at rest the war within those standing in here and those watching online, Father. Put at rest the war. Put at rest the war, Holy Ghost. Put at rest the war. Let there be building again. Let there be creativity again. Let there be prospering again. Let there be joy again. Let there be excitement again. Let there be living again. Let there be peace again, Holy Ghost. Father, we join with you today. You did not create us to be a people that reflected anything outside of your glory. You breathed into us your very life. You breathed into us your very peace. You breathed into us the possibilities to overcome. Today, we stir up the embers. We stir up and remind again that we are sons and daughters of the Most High God. We stir up again and remind again that we are sons and daughters destined to live and to live in peace, Father. I pray over each of these standing here in this building or with their hands lifted on the other side of that lens today. Father, I pray for each one. Do what you do today. Let there be in the lives of each of these today a marked change in their spirit. Let there be a marked change in their face. May the face of peace rest on each one. And may, be, may we, each one, all over this building, be reminded where our peace comes from. It doesn't come because we win battles. It comes because you've already won them. And our dependence is on you. It is on you. It is on you. Say this with me, everyone in this building. Say, He already won. It isn't on me. He already did it. And I receive that. Say it again. Say, I receive it. 
Father, be glorified today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. Come on, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what do you do? When the preacher stands up and tells you depression isn't fun and you're feeling it. Anger isn't fun and you're feeling it. Lack of peace isn't fun and you're feeling it. What do you do? You lay hold of him. So what do you do when you walk out of here, Dakari? You lay hold of him. Father, this is not my war. I trust you. You know what's hard about that, Liz? I don't know why I keep picking on you this morning. But you know what's hard about that, Shelby? You know what's hard about it? Because our nature, there's a very real enemy. The same enemy that felt like he had authority to boss God around. And to tell God what, how much he knew. Not God knew, but the enemy. It's that same enemy working in you and me. Reminding us every day, we don't have to listen to the Father. If he's really in us, we can cast ourselves down from this mountain peak. We can dash our foot against a stone. That, there's an enemy. I want you to believe that you don't need the Father. I'm telling you, you do. And every time our mind gets to the point, I'm just going to handle this. If he tells you how to handle it, handle it. If he doesn't, leave your hands off of it. Because his answer, Stephanie is going to be so much better than ours. When I step out of the fight, when I step out of that war, and I step into this place, God, I trust you. Oh, you relax. You walk in healing. You think clearly again. You treat your wife nice, your husband nice, your kids nice. Receive the peace of God this morning. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 Come on, put your hands together. Father, I lift my voice again over this people, this house, those that are online. I lift my voice over these that have gathered today. I'm thankful that you are working in us, changing us, causing us to see and to hear, to understand and to know, to walk in those places that you have purposed and destined for us. Be glorified in this people. Be glorified in Central Florida today. Help us today to be a demonstration of your glory. Let the peace of God be seen and visible upon us. May we be a witness and a testimony everywhere that we go so that you are glorified in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen.